0: And how are you doing tonight, John? I'm doing pretty good, Leo. How about you? Most definitely the same beautiful weather today. Yeah, hey, thanks, so, um, God. Yeah, I appreciate some things. But let me tell you, the stories we got today. But you know, John, these are some of the most sickening, disturbing, self-serving, narcissistic crimes you can hear about today. And these are all recently on the news, the ones we're going to cover this evening. You know, and one can only hear about these types of crimes, you know, and the alleged criminals who commit them. And, and you have to think that this is not the, the country or the world we lived in 50 years ago. This stuff yeah. is just, it's sickening. It's pointless and sickening.
1: Yeah, it is. It's disgusting. And uh, to be honest with you, these are some of the stories that you won't see on national news. You and I are going over... You know, some stories that unfortunately will not be hugely reported, but we're going to report them. And, well, I think uh, it's
0: important that we do, because these are what I call wolves in sheep's clothing, these, these alleged criminals. Okay, None of these people we're talking about today have been formally in, uh, convicted yet, but they've been um, charged, correct, and locked up, and they're all pending trial. yes. Yes. So, uh, I will, uh, say they are innocent until proven guilty. <laughs> um, as, uh, as, uh, hardly, as, as hard as that is to say. But anyway, on uh, this first, this first case is really, this, this, let me just say, um, records suggest that a, uh, this is an Arizona, this case, suggested a Pinal County teenager accused in court of being a serial rapist. He's, this guy, let me just say he, he's tried to forge a relationship with the county law enforcement months before he was uh, he was investigated. Okay, before uh, these sex crimes were reported, you know, and the official officials said they had no idea of who he is. But anyway, his name is Tyler Cost K O S T. He's currently 19. Now these crimes began, according to my reports, uh, five years ago. So he was arrested at 18. So he started these sex crimes at 15. Okay. And what he was doing, John. Yeah. 15. Now, first of all, where were the, I'll get into the crimes in a minute, but I have to ask where were the parents and what video games was this nut job playing, you know, all his life. But anyway, what this guy would do, he would charm girls from 13 to 18 years old. There's 13 girls that are uh, in, uh, in this charge. 13 victims. Uh, ages 13 to 17, I stand corrected. And they began five years ago. Now what he would do would, he would text them and send them lovely pictures and lovely notes and, and kind of woo them in school, make them feel very special. And when he finally got to be with them, he'd forcibly rape them against their will. Yeah.
1: And, 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 you know, uh, he tries to turn around and blame the girls for this. Go ahead, Leon. Sorry.
0: Yeah. That's, that's, well, we'll get to that too. But you know, one of these girls got pregnant allegedly, mm-hmm. and he threatened to shoot her in the head if she didn't have an abortion. Now, now we're not this guy is he's 18, I mean, he's 19 now, but he began this, 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 um, crime wave of self fulfillment of, of sexual needs at 15. Yeah, you know, this is today's youth. Okay, people, wake up. And start looking around at what your kids are doing. You know, a 20, this guy, and then he was claiming to his friend, a lot of his friends said he was, he came across as a normal guy, nice guy, you know, the same old story, the wolf in sheep's clothing. He must have come across as a good guy to these girls, you know, who he, uh, he manipulated, big word manipulated right into his, uh, his clutches, you know, and forced them to have sex, you know, against their will. So, and, uh, he, and then he, his friends were saying he, he was telling people he was trying to establish a relationship with the, with the local sheriff's department. He had tried to set up um you know, a citizen ride along. Uh, when did he do this at sixteen, but anyway, you know he, he had all this information about how he wanted to be a cop and that 's what his friends were saying. Meanwhile, the cops have no clue who this guy is Yeah, that <laughs> 's all smoke that 's all smoke so why you do you think? What's up with that? Well, why do you think this guy, you know, what was he trying to do, John? I mean, well, sometimes
1: really. the best, sometimes the best offense or I'm sorry, the best defense is a very good offense. So this guy saw that these charges were coming down the line being the charmer and charismatic manipulator that he is. He figures he'll step out and try and schmooze authorities before this stuff hits the fan. And that way it may position him
0: in a better light. So, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 yeah, I got you. So he, you know, you, you hear sometimes about, um, guilty parties, you know, uh, over cooperating with police. Over cooperating and injecting
1: themselves, we see a lot of into the investigation, trying to inject themselves into the investigation to become, you know, a cop, a a cop's best friend or an informant for the police, just trying to see if they can get information from the police on where the case is headed and how much uh, evidence there is
0: against them. So he right, he gets to follow along with how much they know. As a, so there's another that's very narcissistic too, isn't it? Trying to keep himself ahead of the game by, be, by making friends with the police. But the, the down, the upshot of this is these guys have no clue who this kid is. You know, who calls cops and tries to set a ride along up? You know, cops don't have time for this stuff. But apparently, his friends believed all of it. Um, you know, and and then he was painted as a, as a nice boy. You know, good kid. But he's now currently, this nice boy is facing 30 charges and three indictments from sexual abuse to molestation. You know, and right here's how, here's the defense. This, this, I love defense lawyers. You know, they should write books. They'd be great fiction uh, novel writers, don't you think? Oh. <laughs> this creative, creative, uh, counsel, I call it. There's a, apparently some movie out. I don't know. I've never heard of this movie, but apparently I don't know much about movies these days. Um, uh, John Tucker Must Die. Yeah, what's what? that about? Did you
1: figure that out? I yeah. mean, about these girls going after this younger guy because he was, you know, uh, a player and he broke a lot of hearts or something?
0: Yes, yeah, that's that's pretty much that what the story is about from what i gather there's no uh, raping or crimes involved but this guy broke hearts and these girls, I guess they were these high school girls, got together to teach him a lesson, okay, you know, they wanted to get back at him for all the the heartbreak and, I guess, cheating he did to these girls, so this is what (laughs) this is the defense bringing this to court, this is what they're going to try to say that this kid is innocent, these girls are gang-ganging up on him poor little, poor little man poor little man is getting picked on by all these girls, and not all of them have come forward, John, I think only three of them because the rest of them are scared to death of this monster.
1: Two of them ran out of town. They're yes. so scared of him, so scared of this guy. And even when he was an adolescent was so scared of this guy that they left town. I, okay. I mean, they just up and moved with their families. I mean, this, this, this guy, there's much, much more to be revealed here. He's on 30 charges in three indictments from sexual abuse. To molestation. Correct. I mean, this guy, this, this, this guy is some piece of work and just going back, you know, cause we're always talking about the crime and we always start to look for the reason. You brought something up at 15 years old. This guy got started. Well, this is one of the youngest, not the youngest serial rapist, alleged serial rapist that I've ever run into. Bottom line, one of the things we look for with a lot of serial rapers and, and some become serial killers, is hypersexuality. And you can see this kind of hypersexuality, you know, around 15 years old. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. this guy had a lot of victims that we know of. How many did he have that we don't know of?
0: Well, that's a good point. Absolutely right. These are just the girls that came forward. And you know... Girls that that are raped or assaulted sexually don't always come forth, John. It's it's the shame involved and the embarrassment involved, and they'd rather just you know leave it alone. And and maybe they were afraid of this guy to begin with, so they didn't want to say anything anyway. Mm -hmm. But I think more, I think rape is very underreported. But right here's this 15 year old uh, guy hypersexualized, 15 to 17, whatever he was. Why is not he just go get a girlfriend like the rest of teenagers do? You know no, he's got to go um, manipulate and rape for the power and control. Now if he's like that at 15, what's he going to be like at 25, 35? If they didn't catch him now, I'll tell you what.
1: If 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 this guy's guilty and they prove he's guilty, they need to put him away for as long as possible because somebody starting off this young being a alleged against serial rapist. if he is a serial rapist, I will tell you what, he would continue to rape. And now that he's had victims come forward and testify against him, I will guarantee you if he ever gets the opportunity and he grabs another victim, she won't be able to come forward to testify against him. I've seen this over and over and over and over. And this is how serial rapists evolve into serial killers. A lot of it's witness disposal. Sure, he's after all this in his head, he's going to realize real quick, hey, no witness, no case, no prosecution. I don't do any time. So I hope they keep this guy away for a long time because... He has got major, major, major problems. He's a sociopath. He's a psychopath. He's into power and control. And this guy's only 19 years old.
0: 19. Now he's been locked up since 18. And these crimes started at least, at least five years ago, maybe more. Okay. So, and again, I I don't know much about the parents. I'd love to know more about where mom and dad are, you know, in this kid's life and, and what he's been doing in his spare time around the house. You know, besides, um, uh, the schoolwork or doing chores, I, I mean, I don't know what he's watching on computers, but we you know where does it's, it's just pure evil at that age, 15 to be acting out like this. And we're seeing more of this younger and younger, um, stuff coming out of our, our kids today. And we, we need, need to wake up and become aware fast as to what's going on around us and watch our kids. Not that I don't know if that would have done any good, but. Who knows? Who knows? See, what I would like to,
1: what I would like to know is as much as I could about his childhood and his environment growing up. Cause we know most of these guys have been severely abused early on, but we have absolutely no facts to support this. We don't know what kind of family he came from. Hopefully this will come out later um but the most important thing is that you know this guy's going to get his day in court because I'll tell you what i mean if you look at even as a young boy his organizational skills he used facebook he used yeah. other Other apps that you're familiar with on the Internet, going back again to your book, Social Side. I mean, he used all these various chat rooms to chat these girls up, to manipulate them and get them into his control zone, get them where he wanted to get them. He had one girl. He got her to come over to his house. When she was over his house, he raped her. Okay. She tried to. Uh, physically move him away. Suppose, and that's all alleged, all alleged, but I don't know why a girl would lie. Or well, I don't know like why 13 girls would lie. Two would yeah. run out of town with their families. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. he, she turns around and physically tries to get him off her and emotionally begging him. All of a sudden, one of his siblings come in the house or something. So he decides, well, Upstairs isn't the best place. Let me take her downstairs. Takes her downstairs and rapes her again. I mean, this guy is a complete sociopath, psychopath, you know, very organized serial rapist at an extremely young age.
0: Then that's very, very scary. And you have to. Think you know it's, it's part of the dehumanization process of of the world today. Thank you to technology. I just saw something come out. Um, uh, an expert was reporting on how how technology and iPhones and iPads and this sort of thing are are causing children to become mildly autistic. In other <laughs> words, well, well, hello, hello, because you know they're they're learning how to not emote or, or share and. And uh, understand emotions of themselves and others because we're, we're communicating, you know, in a false way with electronics. Mm-hmm. So how do you become a person doing this stuff? And how do you learn how to care? How do you learn morality? How do you learn anything if you're not doing things with other people? And I think that's a big problem with the crimes we're seeing today. It has to be. It has to be a common denominator, John.
1: Well, we, we're seeing more and more of these people use the uh, Internet to lure and stalk people.
0: Yeah, that's been. Yes, sir. You know, but now we've seen kids do it. It used to be the other way around. You know, the the, the big bad boogeyman was stalking kids. Now kids are stalking each other. You know, and it's, it's completely turned around. And I'm not really laughing at, about this, but I'm laughing at how, how blind can we be uh, to what's going on around us. And we've got, Yeah, and this guy... This guy
1: was even, uh, crying, Leo, about the girls bullying him to his defense yeah. lawyer and the cops. The girls are bullying him online, according to, uh, his defense attorney and the police. I mean, come on, give me a break. Who's exactly. that? Who, who, who's the savage bully here? I, the, you know, time will tell because this is in the early stages. And his next hearing uh, before the judge is set for May 4th. So I think more will be uh, more will be revealed. I mean, this guy's facing a lot of time if he gets convicted, this kid's going to go away and and maybe never get out because the statute uh, on this can be, um, you know, life imprisonment with no possibility of parole. Is that so,
0: right? For this that's person? right. Yeah. Finally, is that? No. I mean, sexual crimes. I usually thought were under convicted. You know, but is that if, that, if that's the case? Finally, well, Arizona seems to be. Uh, Arizona. Arizona is one of the, the toughest states, and that's you know good for them. They're getting it right, and they don't mess around. So he, mm-hmm. he committed these crimes in the wrong state. And uh, yeah, crying to his attorney that this poor little boy's being picked on by girls you, you know this is typical though of a sociopathic uh blame the victim theory or defense uh theory, and we'll see what happens with him absolutely and um you know it's just it's a shame to see that but more of this is going on probably all over the place you know we, now he's uh, going
1: to go ahead I'm sorry, he's gonna be, he's gonna be interviewed and evaluated by a forensic psychologist.
0: Now, by the defense, on the defense's dime or the state's dime?
1: Oh, that's gonna be a good question. I don't know if his, uh, if he has the money to pony up for this or his family has the money to pony up for this, but I gotta, somebody's gonna pony up. There's no question about it. And, uh, what is your thinking here? Cause, you know, he's going to come back as a psychopath, sociopath. I mean, if they do a real good avowal on him and if these charges are true, I mean, wh- how do you think he's going to pl- try and play this off?
0: Well, they're, <laughs> definitely, they're going to definitely look for some type of the, the mental illness or um, past history to, uh, to uh, blame his behavior on maybe sexual abuse or, like you said, or some type of... um uh, you know, uh, experience he went through at a younger age, which, uh, causes, caused him to act out this way. But they'll find something, something involved here in his past. And, um, well, it's I a gun mean, there's no psychosis here. Come on. No,
1: no, no, no. And, you know, the vast majority of people that get sexually abused to children
0: don't become serial rapists. Right. Well that's true too but I I can see them uh, you know digging uh looking uh, for any possible way to blame the behavior on something else. Now they're trying to blame these girls which is a real crime in itself. Have these girls not suffered enough? You know, mm-hmm. this is why girls don't come forward to 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 report rapes because this is typically what happens with defense attorneys. And you know, they turn no, nothing is responsible for rape except the rapist. And Yeah, speaking uh, of serial rapists.
1: Yeah, this guy I'll give you, I, I wanna, I wanna relate somebody, uh, that's similar. Uh, Bobby Joe Long, uh, raped over 50 women, then became, um, went, evolved from serial rapist to serial killer. Bobby Joe Long, uh, serial killer, serial rapist out of uh, Tampa, Florida. He's on death row in Florida as we speak. And he used the classified ad section of a newspaper to get his victims. Very similar to Craigslist, but this is before Craigslist even. So now with Craigslist, that's why we've seen this rise in, uh, stalking and baiting and luring people, you know, into their control zone. These guys, uh, and, and this Bobby Joelong, wonderful guy, very charming, very charismatic, you know, deadly, deadly, deadly serial rapist and eventually serial killer. Killed 10 women.
0: Yeah, well, no doubt this Tyler Cost, if convicted and if released, would turn into one of those serial rapists, serial murderers, too, John. But We'll see what happens with him when he gets to court. We'll be back real quick after a short break. We got another young killer to report. You won't want to miss this one. Stick around. Fascinating.
1: Fascinating.
2: We are raising a generation of techno-savvy and social media-obsessed kids. There's a lack of real human connection and concern for our fellow man. Social Side, How America is Loving Itself to Death by licensed clinical social worker Leo J. Battenhausen explores the new generation of young people and how they are turning into godless people with narcissistic and psychopathic tendencies. Americans have become so obsessed with themselves that their country's once great bedrock of dignity and respect is crumbling from underneath. Is right before our eyes. Isn't it time that we regained our confidence in spirituality and the existence of a higher power? This and so much more is explored in the book Social Side, How America is Loving Itself to Death by licensed clinical social worker Leo J. Battenhausen. Social Side is available on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, FaithBooksandMore.com, and SocialSideInfo.com. Social Side, How America is Loving Itself to Death. By Leo J. Battenhausen. Bringing
3: you the truth behind crimes today. You're listening to Crime and Reason on TalkZone.com. Back to John Kelly and Leo Battenhausen.
0: Hey, John, what would would you say about a 14-year-old girl who took part in the murder of her mother?
1: Three words. Psychopath, psychopath, psychopath.
0: (laughs) Well, here we go. We're talking about young Crime today. This girl, another, she's been accused, uh, she's not been convicted yet, but, um, this is, um, a 14 year old girl. She's been accused of plotting and taking part in her own mother's murder. You know, now she and her, her, she's got a 20 year old boyfriend. You know, they're being charged with the death of Cheryl Sylvanic. Okay, that's her mother, Cheryl Sylvanic. Um, and they charged her. She's from Lehigh County, Pennsylvania and the stabbing death of her mother after investigators discovered text messages she sent to her soldier boyfriend ahead of the ki- killing, including one that read, I want her gone. And, of course, we're talking about Jamie Sylvanic. This is a 14-year-old girl, John, 14-year-old girl who was dating a 20-year-old soldier, Caleb, Caleb Barnes. Okay, he's an army uh, Army recruit.
1: Yeah, Caleb will Caleb will curse the day until he dies that he ran into Jamie Slavonic. Yep. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something. This girl at fourteen, from what I'm reading, and again, she is alleged to be a murderer here along with Caleb, but they are still innocent till proven guilty. I will tell you that based on the information that's out there This girl here was extremely manipulative all the way around trying to get this guy to do the deed and get rid of her mother. Do you realize she told this guy that she was like, I don't know, 17 or something? She was like 14. I mean, this guy will never forget the day he ever ran into her. She had sex with him a few times. She conditioned him. She schmoozed him up. And the next thing you know, she's got this guy sticking a knife, supposedly, into her mother's neck. Is that correct?
0: That is correct. And they were uh, in the car. This was so – she pushed and – you're right. She, she told this guy she was 17 or 18 when they first met. So the manipulation process started immediately. They met at a concert somewhere, okay? Um, she brings him home to, to meet her mom. The mom finds out he's 20. She tried, the mom showed the boyfriend her, uh, passport, tried to tell her, look, she's, she's, she's 14 years old. The kid, the boy had some resistance about this. He told, uh, uh, Jamie here, you know, you can't fake a, a passport. Cause so he had some concerns. You know, that's statutory rape. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, there were some reservations on his end, but I don't know how – I guess her manipulation just kept them going because she continued to coerce, coerce, and coerce, and beg him to get rid of her because, uh, allegedly, the mom wanted them to break up. That was the reason. Okay, yeah, that's you know, the motive. That Can was the motive. Can you
1: imagine the motive? My mom wants me to break up with somebody, so I'll, I'll kill her.
0: Yeah, that so was the motive. You know, let's get rid of her. Let's get rid of her. You know, yeah. I get – The parents were, uh, I guess, uh, divorced or separated, but um, the father really wasn't uh, too much involved. I don't know where he lives or where he's at, but he was next on the hit list after Mom. I know that much. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, she's probably, she's probably looking, uh, you know, if guilty uh, found guilty, she's probably looking to make some uh, money, uh, uh, you know, with this or be taken care of or something. You know, but here's the thing, Leah. We're talking 14 years old. now I've 14 used, years old. We've seen this before. We've seen this before, right? Yeah. Now, if there is any mental illness going on there, I call her psychopath, 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 okay, because this is psychopathy, but although... Do you see any other mental illness that could be possible at this point or we need more time we need to learn more until we figure it out.
0: Well I think we need more time John but you know what I would, I would guarantee there's um there's more uh, personality disorder to this girl um, yeah. about psychosis yeah. I don't I don't know about psychosis possibly you know mm-hmm. but it's very t- it's difficult to diagnose teenagers with, right. uh, you know because they you know could just be them being a teenager, and I learned that a long time ago, yeah you, know, you could say, yeah. man, might she be a little bipolar maybe, but mm-hmm. i wouldn't i wouldn 't sign any papers or documents saying she had bipolar disorder, not yet maybe no boys? way no border right. no. borderline personality, yeah, perhaps definitely not, uh, narcissistic personality disorder, antisocial personality disorder, you know, they 're all kind of the same. Um, uh, histrionic. I'm, I'm sure she's histrionic in a way. She's very pretty girl, you know, and I'm sure she's using that to her, uh, her best advantage. Her pictures, you know, 14 years old, she's showing a ton of cleavage there, you know, on her selfies. So, um, whatever she wants, I don't know what she must've wanted her mom gone though, before she hooked up with this guy. I would have to think unless, you know, cause, uh, what do you agree? I mean, the very, the-
1: very, very, very manipulative. Um, you know, I believe uh, histrionic diagnosis uh, could be right in there, right on target as well. I mean, from what the cops and everybody's saying is that, you know, after the deed was done, of course, they got caught right away. And as soon as she got caught. Oh, my God, my mother, my mother, she was yeah. my best friend. I loved her. I loved her. Oh, my God, I don't know what to do. And she was crying incessantly, okay, mm-hmm. at the death of her mother, right? Right. But yet, she t- and she turns around and talks how scared she was of this guy. And I've seen this before in Younger Girls, and you're right. 14-year-old girl is going through the formative years, her brain's forming. She's got all kinds of hormones running. Things are jumping all over the place. But this was methodical. I mean, this was a methodical situation where they had a plan. They killed her. They turned around. They went to Walmart. They bought cleaning supplies. They came back. They tried to clean up the crime scene. I mean, now all of a sudden when she gets caught, here comes all the tears and all the remorse. You know, again, yeah. Yeah. you know, uh, there, there, there may be some kind of mental illness going on here besides psychopathy or sociopathy, but I got to tell you what this girl here. Is very, very, very evil. I mean, she is, she planned without any forethought or, or, or any projected future thought. I'm sorry about what happens after she kills her mother. See, that's why it leads me to believe, you know, that there might be something else wrong with her because they really didn't have a good disposal plan. You know, to dispose of the body, so that wasn't well thought out.
0: Well, that's but true. But
1: a lot of it, a lot of, a lot of the, uh, you know, the uh, lead up uh, to the murder was thought about, was talked about. Here you go back to texting. I mean, you know, they're they're doing murderous texting here back and forth to each right. other. Come on, I you just, kill her. Hurry up, kill her. You know, yeah, Let's go. we got to kill her now. You know, yeah, I'm,
0: I'm gonna die if you don't. I'm gonna die if you don't kill her. You know, I don't hmm. just want to mention—I I mentioned histrionic personality disorder before. I don't know if the listeners are too familiar with that. Yeah, but, talk about that. What um, is that? Well, that's—it's a, a personality disorder. It's—it's uh, um, it's an uncomfortable. It's a situ- People with that are uncomfortable in situations when they are not the center of attention. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they need to be the center of attention. The interactions with others is oftenly—it's oftenly, uh, it, it's oftenly uh, inappropriate sexually or seductive or provocative behaviorally. You know, they, they show rapidly shifting and, and shallow expression of emotions. Okay, you know, and, and what else? They always use their physical appearance to draw attention to them. Now, this this sounds to me like this girl could definitely be histrionic. Now, is, is it just her stupidity or a the, the, the 14-year-old that, you know, didn't know how to appropriately... You know, get rid of the body, John.
1: I agree with that. I I think it's very immature, very
0: young. Well, that's it. There's she's an idiot. She's a fourteen-year-old girl. Oh, I don't say she's an idiot, but you know, what does a fourteen-year-old girl apparently? This is a girl who's not very smart to begin with. You know, she wants to kill her mother. How does she know how to dispose of bodies? You know, Um, what does she know? And this twenty-year-old kid, he's not far behind her. I mean, he's in the army, of course, but what does that really mean? What does he know about disposing of bodies? So that's why. I kind of lean against the way from psychosis on any part. I I put it more towards plain stupidity, you know, on both their parts.
1: And the other part of it is, you know, she's talking about, you know, um, you know how uh, she loved him and she loved Caleb and this and that and everything else. Bottom line, she gets caught. Oh, Caleb is the devil here.
0: There you go.
1: Caleb made me do this. I was scared that Caleb was going to kill me and kill my father.
2: That's okay. right. Uh-huh. I mean, I
1: mean she's really playing it up. So, what that's also telling me is this girl knows how to manipulate. I would love to know what her childhood was like because, you know, I'm 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 smelling major abuse here as well based on, you know, your histrionic diagnosis along with the uh, You know this uh, psychopathy and antisocial personality disorder. I mean, there's no question about it.
0: Yeah, and as as much as she uh, was afraid of Caleb, the the Caleb, the devil made me do it. You know, when she was arrested, when she was arrested for this crime, she she was naked in her room with Caleb at her house. Now, this is after killing the mother. They're up in the bedroom having sex. Okay, that's how the cops found them naked in the bedroom. Um, before, right before the killing, the, the girl just took her SATs and then she goes and kills her mother. You know, this, what type of, how that's, I mean, that's narcissistic, definitely about me, me, me. And of course, when she's caught, she, oh, mommy, how could I do this? I heard her defense attorneys, of course, blaming, trying to blame Caleb for manipulating the poor little 14 year old and uh, saying she's just now coming to terms with what has happened. Okay, now the girl was allegedly in the car with the boyfriend at the time of the stabbing. So, you know, you can't say that he did it and she didn't know what was going on at the time. She was there. You know, it took a thought to say, stop, what are we doing here? So No, she wanted the mother gone.
1: She wanted the mother gone because the mother realized that this guy was much older than her. You know, there's a big difference between a 20-year-old guy and a 14-year-old guy, or 14-year-old girl, I'm sorry. So there's a major difference there. And the mother wanted the older guy out of her life. But the mother didn't put her foot down and didn't push her out. She enabled her. She takes both of them off to another concert or they were on their way to a concert up in Scranton, Pennsylvania. And I guess that's when they uh, killed the mother. But the, the bottom line here is that, you know, this girl used this guy. I love him. I love him. I love him. He's, he, he's the only man in the world for me until I get caught. Once she got caught... This guy turned from being the only person in the world that really understood her and loved her into becoming the devil that you know true. and now now she 's got to distance herself from him, and it was all about him. he planned it all it was all his fault. he was going to kill her father, you know so you know she was uh, manipulated into all this, and he was uh, he was the dominant in this uh, in this murder, but you know what? She's looking more and more to me as the dominant, and him, even though he did the murder, sucked a knife, supposedly, in the mother's neck, that he was the submissive. So here you have a possibility of a 14-year-old girl dominating a 20-year-old guy to get him to murder
0: somebody. Well, we've seen this before, too. I've heard of cases where the girl, you know, manipulates the boyfriend into killing the mother so they don't have to break up. Right. This this type of behavior and this exact same crime has uh, has been re-recurring but um, I don't know if I've ever seen one with a 14 year old that's young I mean maybe Yeah, hey, that's young. Hey, it's it's young. young. And actually she was 13 when she met Caleb John not 14 and told and him She he said he was 16 right? She said She, she said was she was 17. 17 17 Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and yeah. that's that was the thing but the, the good the, oh, here here one this is an interesting tidbit here. This is what she described herself on her Twitter page as And I'll quote, incurable optimist with an insatiable thirst for knowledge and a ravenous appetite for adventure, open-minded secular humanist, end quote. That's how she described herself on her Twitter account. Insatiable thirst for knowledge and a ravenous appetite for adventure. Insatiable and ravenous are the words that stick out to me here. Um, And that's what I believe she is, insatiable and ravenous. This is what she exactly is. And, uh, who knows what she would turn into, you know. But, um, the, the good news is here that there's plenty of, um, in support of the defense, I mean, in support of the, the prosecution, they have lots and lots of, uh, text messages for, uh, from Jamie to Caleb, you know, it's openly begging him to get it done, get it done. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a heart attack if you don't do it. This sort of thing. Please just do it. Get rid of her. I mean, this type of of uh, conversations were going on, and and um, that's now what big part of this case is going to be based on those text messages.
1: Well, I'll tell you one good thing about you know texting and uh, technology is that if you are trying to plan a murder, plan a crime, using the internet, guess what? You're putting it out there in writing. In well, her own yeah. writing, and that's what she did here. She's done.
0: If that's the evidence they have, she's in big trouble. Well see, there's another sign of her, her, let's say, uh, immaturity. Okay? <laughs> How, what kind of bulb on Broadway are you? When you're putting this stuff out there, that stuff is forever. You know, so she wasn't thinking about that because I mean, I do believe it's because of her age. She wanted what she wanted and she wanted it now, and maybe she knew once if they got busted, she was just going to turn this around and blame the boy. I don't know. You know, I wouldn't put that past her um, at all. There was a witness that told police that, uh, that that she heard the two of them conspiring to kill the mother uh, and the father and live off the life insurance money. There it
1: is. See, I said that early on. That's yeah, why she done. had to get rid of the father because she was looking at the estate and she'd be the sole. Heir to any insurance policies and to the estate.
0: Right. That's well. This uh, there's a witness there. I guess uh, they'll bring her if this this girl will come forth. Uh, they know about this witness, so I'm sure she'll be part of the uh, you know the state's the state's case as well.
1: Um, but you know, it shows immaturity too, because there's no way anybody's going to turn insurance policies and an estate over to a 14 year old girl. She's. They're going to have a custodian.
0: Well, that's good. Good point. Very good point.
1: So she didn't. She that that. You know, she's not the brightest girl in the world. Did she also say uh, that she was? Um, you know, uh, a humanist. She had an open mind, and she was a humanist.
0: Yeah, a secular humanist. A, a humanist. <laughs> secular humanist.
1: How could she even say that?
0: Well, if, if it hurts, I, I, it hurts. I mean,
1: I mean, this is this is this is obviously a very very manipulative person because, you know, on that piece you're looking at, you know, uh, you know, the mask of sanity underneath it. This girl's everything but uh, what she wrote about and uh, bragged about herself.
0: Exactly, and uh, it, it, she was just she's des- she was destined to. To be uh, living a life of crime and manipulation, I'm sure. The good news is she's being charged as an adult right now, and um, her, her attorney's been trying to get her moved to a juvenile facility, but the Pennsylvania court will not allow it. She's being kept in an adult facility, but away from adults, the adult population. Excellent. Um, so let her sit there and think about her mother, you know, and let her think about what she's done. I don't know what's going on with Caleb. I'm sure he's being held somewhere, too. But I was uh, really focused more on, um, on her because she does seem to be the dominant in this case. She is the dominant in this case. She pushed for this to happen. It was her mother and then she wanted her father gone too. And, um, he, oh, he's the guy I do know. He's, he's charged with, he was charged with criminal homicide and abuse of a corpse, John Caleb. And he was charged with statutory sexual assault in the case. But that yeah, was, that, she was so that, young. Yeah, but that was withdrawn, that last charge of, I don't know why, the statutory sexual assault. So it's murder and abuse, uh, criminal homicide and abuse of a corpse are his charges. Mm-hmm. Um, just really sad, sad case. I'm sure this mother loved this girl. You know, like I'm saying before, in the last case, where are the parents? Well, here was a mom trying to help her kid who was concerned about her being with a 20-year-old. And I don't think, there are some children that just are, you cannot help. I truly believe that. When they're, you know, they're, they're unhelpable. They're, they're non-counselable. they uh, yeah, therapy will not work. And I'm not, I am not sure if that's the case here, but I would bet, um, my bottom dollar that, uh, she would be very, very difficult, if not impossible to rehabilitate.
1: Yeah, and the mother it seems really went the extra mile for her because she, 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 she drove did. her all over to all these different concerts.
0: Yes, you know even though she didn't like this guy, I mean she drove him to a concert after the fact that she knew he was twenty years old. You know she was keeping an eye on the kid. You know, but this wasn't enough for old uh, uh, for the girl here. You know, she wanted more.
1: Yeah, we got to keep the uh, the audience updated. On uh, anything new that comes out on this case, because more will be revealed here as well. I mean, there's there's a lot to this. I mean, fourteen year old girls just don't run around conspiring to kill their mothers. So, no, they don't. There's, there's there's much more to this. There's there's a darker side to this, I'm sure, especially after you talking about her being a little promiscuous and with the selfies and everything.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, but
1: again. Again you know we're talking uh, what people can do over the internet and uh, the pictures they can generate and uh, again you know it's uh, it's uh, you know right on to your book I mean here it is
0: very sad very sad case well I think we are, then we're going to take a quick break again and we're gonna come back with another story that's going to be hard to believe this one involving a mother and sex we'll be right back
1: insane insane.
4: By the year 2020, depression will be the world's second highest diagnosed medical condition in the world following heart disease. Millions of people are suffering with depression and sadness. People ask, is depression treatable? What's causing this epidemic and what can we do about it? Psychotherapist Leo J. Battenhausen's book, Defeating Depression, The Calm and Sense Way to Find Happiness and Satisfaction, has helped thousands of people reclaim their lives. He's a licensed clinical social worker and clinical alcohol and drug counsellor. Leo J. Battenhausen shows people how to identify, address and overcome common misconceptions about life that cause many to live in misery. The book that has a five-star rating on Amazon.com is filled with priceless information to quickly bring the reader into a brighter frame of mind and assist in enjoying life to its fullest. Defeating Depression, the common sense way to find happiness and satisfaction by Leo J. Battenhausen. Available at select bookstores, Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com. It will change your life.
3: Extra Healthcare Services was founded in 1991 by Executive Director John Kelly. Our outpatient drug and alcohol counseling centers provide an individualized approach to treatment with a strong emphasis on building self-esteem in our clients and helping empower them to take effective control of their lives. Our program has had an extremely high success rate because our board certified and licensed counselors and psychologists design a program just for you or your family member to help deal with alcohol and drug abuse. We specialize in addictive illness in both adults and adolescents. Our entire team is committed to helping you or a family member become healthy. Our alcohol and drug abuse counseling centers are located in Middlesex, Monmouth, and Union Counties with both day and evening appointments available. Call 732-721-3835 or email us at info at extracarehealth.com. That's 732-721-3835 or info at extracarehealth.com. Welcome back to Crime and Reason on TalkZone.com. Here are your hosts, John Kelly and Leo Battenhausen.
1: Well, we're back, everybody. Thanks for hanging around.
0: Thanks for hanging around is right. Um, hope you're enjoying the show so far tonight. John, what do you think about sex addiction,
1: true or false? Well, you know, here's the problem I have, and I know where you're going with this show. I look, <laughs> you know, on this next story, okay? Which is yeah, is right, so. all right. I mean, I got to tell you something. I believe that this lady was duly diagnosed. She's an alcoholic and a sex addict. And the reason I believe that is because she went for help for the sex addiction to the church. Now, tell me your feelings on it, because I know we have a different opinion
0: here. Well, you know, I Come on, I mean I'm all about addictions, John. You know we've been doing addiction work. We're, we're professionals in the field. I have a real problem in in buying the sex addiction theory because well, like you know, one could say, who's not addicted to sex? Okay, tongue in cheek. But to be a, you have to, you know, isn't an addiction something that causes harm in your life and causes, uh, problems to occur such as, uh, well, I guess I'm talking myself right out of my theory here. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. You know, I just, I just have a hard time believing. Let me get in, let's get into the story, uh, this case here, and I'll give you more of my feelings about it. But this, a Georgia mother, she's facing multiple charges after allegedly allowing her teen daughter and her girl's friends To throw a drunken party, complete with a game of naked twister that led to various sex acts. Now,
1: please tell me what twister is, because I don't know. Maybe I'm too old. What is twister?
0: Twister is an old game. It has a big floor mat with a bunch of circles on it, and the circles have different colors. You spin uh, like a a spinner wheel, and it'll say right foot blue. So you got to like put your right foot on a blue a blue circle. Okay, and then it'll spin it again. It'll say, "Left arm on yellow, so everybody has to put their left hand on a yellow spot, so your body gets all twisted up on top of each other okay, and this
1: is and they're doing this naked.
0: While well, they were doing this naked. yeah, The mother in- oh, included my. was the doing mother. this. <laughs> the mother was involved. This woman, uh, John, I'm telling you, this, it doesn't get any better than this. I mean, as far as this goes, uh, Rachel Lenhart, she's 35 years old, and she's being held uh, on two counts of contributing to the delinquency of a minor after allegedly allowing the teens to drink alcohol and smoke pot while they partied at her home. Okay. This letting her teenage daughter have her friends over for a nude, drunken, drug infested, sex invested party. Okay. Um, the, the the woman also, I think she had sex with an 18 year old boy. And yeah, she had sex
1: in the bathroom with an 18 year old kid. This is a woman that also has five kids.
0: She's got five kids, but they've been taken from her. Oh, thank goodness. Taken yeah. away from her recently. Uh, after this incident in, in, in her house. Prompted an emergency case review, which I think was before this party. Okay, so that wasn't even enough to wise her up. All right, she participated in the old nude twister game, you know, during which she uh, left the she left the ledges. Yeah, she went to have sex in the bathroom with the 18-year-old, and then uh, then she went. Eventually, she went to bed. She said that she was still horny when she after the sex act and took out a collection of sex toys that she used on herself in the living room as the group watched.
1: In front of everybody. See, this, this, this is like a drunken, uh, to me, a drunken, uh, sex addict who's also an exhibitionist. I mean, this is a very, very, very sick
0: woman here. John, this, this is the, her, her daughter's watching this. Sir, I'm telling like, you, she's watching it. Yeah. How sick is the daughter? Including, yeah, like, how do you do this? It runs well, in the family? What, this is sexual abuse. The
1: very fact that that daughter is watching her mother act out in an extremely sexual way and, and permitting other people to act out in a very sexual way is sexual abuse. She's sexually abusing the daughter by sexually stimulating herself. I mean, she's, she's, she's obviously very sick. She, five days before she goes to Alcoholics Anonymous, gets a sponsor, Then invites the sponsor over to the house for coffee, and that poor that poor sponsor, I mean, her eyes must have fell out of her head or her brain came out of her ears because she starts telling her sponsor about this party and what she did and everything else. I mean, whoa! You want to talk about loading somebody up with a lot of negativity?
0: Well, I mean. (laughs) sponsor. sponsor, Call the cops. Right, right, right. Thank goodness. Thank goodness for that sponsor. Because that's, you know, and you have to report anything that that involves children's welfare. So the sponsor had the wherewithal, but okay, so she's trying to get help, you know, AA and then sex anonymous or whatever it is. But look at what she's doing. This is, I mean, sex addiction, as far as I know, if it exists, you know, involves, you know, sneaking around with prostitutes or overindulging in pornography Am I right, I mean, going from partner to partner to partner i don 't know if she was doing this or not. These are kids that's a whole different ball game isn 't it? I mean, this is like uh ch- children she yeah and then I, she went to bed, John she woke up with his, with her, bo- her, girl, her her daughter's sixteen year old uh boyfriend having sex with her. yeah, what was that about? How did she, that come about Well, she and her daughter had spoken and 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 uh, her daughter. She said that her daughter felt guilty because the 16-year-old was 10 inches long and huge. And if she just had been able to take it, he wouldn't have needed to rape her mother.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is insane. This stuff, you can't make this stuff
0: up. It's so insane. I'm like, what? Right. Here's this daughter. and She's got her daughter bamboozled into this way of living, too. Here, I can't satisfy my boyfriend at 16. You do it, Mom. Show me how, Mom. I mean, this, this woman should be locked up forever if she's charged and convicted. But she won't. John, no, she's got her. five other kids. She's got five she's got other got five kids. kids. Five well, kids. we'll see what happens with them because they're not in her custody anymore. Now, after this, who knows if she'll ever get custody back unless she, you know, right, she can right, fake right. it. But you're telling me this is done because partly of an addiction, John? Addiction? No, I see.
1: The, see this. This is what I'm looking at here. I'm looking at a sexually addicted woman that was bombed. This is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking okay. she's so drunk because she she you know she's also admitted alcoholic. Right. That once she got the big uninhibited uninhibitor in her, you know, the devil in the bottle. I mean, I think that's when you know that sex addiction just took off. You know, and I, I'm not saying. Uh, you know, that she's not responsible here, but the question I have is, would she have done this if she was sober? See, that's a question I have, because we've seen people in blackouts and, and people that are heavy uh, duty alcoholics do things that they would never do
0: if they were uh, sober. Well, that, I, I, mean, I, I get that. that. I do get that, but we that's a very good point. I don't know if the, how that will come out. Um, but you know, having master masturbating with sex toys in front of a group of kids, yeah, would she do that sober? I don't know. But she was, you know, penetrating herself vaginally and anally in front of these kids. I mean, come on.
1: Yeah, she's she definitely's a sex offender. Go but ahead. She's. Go ahead. I'm
0: thinking this, she's a little bit got that histrionic. Histrionic personality disorder as well, I think. There
1: you go. That's a good
0: point, really. You know, I don't know if it's, uh, if it's fits. Alcohol. Fits. it fits, right? And I don't know if it's alcohol induced or if she's just been like that. If she's got a history of sexual addiction, whatever that is, um, who knows what she's been up to, but to bring the kids in on this, that's the real crime here. I don't care what you do with your friends, lady, but you know, you're, you're affecting your daughter and your children. How, you know, you need a license to fish and you don't need a license to have kids. Yeah, unbelievable. unbelievable. Unbelievable.
4: And
1: she's, 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 uh, obviously, 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 um, you know, been running around for a long time. She's 35 years old. This is not something that just happened right away. Um, you know, I have to believe more is going to be revealed on her as well because, you know, usually, uh, women I've run into or counseled, uh, that had a sexual addiction usually had extremely low, uh, self-esteems yeah. and, yeah. and were very, very focused on having some power and control over a man in most cases. Mm-hmm. And that's because they felt, uh, early on, I learned early on that they could control men, uh, with sex and, uh, and, and they enjoyed it. So, you know, there's a certain arousal to it as well, Uh, you know, even when you're younger, somebody sexually abuses you, it's absolutely wrong, it's horrible, it's terrible, but, Mm. you know, we've seen many, many, many prostitutes, many, many, (laughs) especially street prostitutes that have been been created because of being sexually abused as children.
0: I know. Well, like you said, she was um she went to a Mormon church in Evans, Georgia, to get some help. I guess uh, she's of the Mormon faith. Um, and someone she she told the what well, she told somebody in the group that she's a sexual deviant who is addicted to porn. She so, wasn't lying. She wasn't no, she lying. She was uh, well. Okay. <laughs> I guess that's. <laughs> I guess not. Her. Hus- I think her husband is stationed in Iraq. She has a oh, husband. brother! Yeah. oh so, my God! So look at all these kids and the husbands in Iraq. She got a Skype to talk to him, but I don't think she was just talking to him with that Skype. Apparently, she spent a lot of money on the on um, computer to, to, uh, hardware and software in order to uh, you know talk to people online and. You know, you know, in person, online. So we know what was going on with that, besides her hubby. She had to be talking to other men. She's not a bad-looking lady, but, you know, by that, that mind, you know, you've another wolf in sheep's clothing here, John. Yeah, you know,
1: she's a good-looking woman who we know is an exhibitionist. Whether she was drunk or whether she wasn't drunk, she was exhibiting herself sexually in front of these kids. What would she be doing on Skype while he's over in
0: Iraq? Exactly. Well, she apparently she's claiming it was you know to, to communicate with him. Okay, so I'm sure she did that here and there, but mm-hmm. I'm sure she was doing much more with that too. I'll tell you what, this is a very unusual, deviant person here. You know, we don't hear much about this. But involving children, uh, there's really no tolerance for this. <laughs> you know. This
1: could give new meaning to the word sexting. I mean, if this lady was all over Skype, and, and, and if certainly if she was having affairs, being the sex uh, addict that she uh, admitted she was, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of electronic stuff out there. I'm sure she left an electronic trail, uh, you know, about her
0: adventures. Yeah, I'm sure you're. I'm sure you're right. The, the problem I have, though, another one with this case is, I don't think she'll. If, if convicted, of course, she's just um alleged right now. If convicted, how much time will she really get? You know, and the other problem I have with this is a 16 year old girl and her friends would probably think, "Wow, your mom's really cool, man." You know, this is where she's at. This is what it's at. Kids don't. You know, they're not. Expe- <laughs> they love a parent to party with them you know and, and you know but at 36 they might look back and say you know my mother didn't give a damn about me we used to smoke pot together and have sex together and this and that but right now she's like the lure of the neighborhood i would imagine oh know?
1: i i i got to tell you i mean this lady I, I mean she may have to leave town she de- she should definitely be put on a sex offender register
0: uh, well, I think that w- I hope that would happen we got to see more about what happens in this case as well but um I, her lawyer's already lawyered and uh, she's lawyered up, and they're going with the sex addiction diagnosis and the alcohol addiction diagnosis, but she told that she texted her daughter let's let's let the party begin or something like this long before the party started so i don 't know if she was drunk then or she got drunk later, but you know she certainly left a w- wide open door to get this party rolling. And roll it did.
1: Let's get this party started.
0: I, mean, you know, I, I, mean, I this
1: is this is her. I mean, this is her. And again, you know, we've got alcoholism, we got sexual addiction, can be a very, very bad mix.
0: Obviously. Obviously, well, for her anyway. For some people, but uh, you know, just keep our eyes open. These are these are three uh, very current cases. I hope you all. Got something out of them this week. <laughs>
1: and she's innocent until proven guilty.
0: Yeah, they're all innocent until proven guilty. Uh, we'll see how these pan out. They're very current. But like uh, tell you, folks, listen, be careful of wolves in sheep's clothing because they are out there. And uh, you got to be real careful. So I think... uh we are wrapped up here, John. Let's see. Yeah, you have anything I don't
1: else. I have anything else to say here. I mean, well, I just good. want to thank the audience for listening in, and we'll keep them abreast as these uh, different stories unfold. I mean, they're insane. They're sick. Um, you know, but uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, they're true, and they're true in the United States. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 again, Leo, you know. Uh, it, it, the more and more I of it seems, lending itself to the Internet and, uh, you know, to texting and uh, to your book. I mean, it's, it's you, you, you really wrote a good book because uh, it's all coming out in the wash.
0: Thank you. I, I appreciate that, John. Let's check our morality, people, and visit us at uh, CrimeAndReason.com. That's CrimeAndReason.com for more information and to send us any messages you might have.
1: Stay we'll safe. Stay safe.
0: Stay safe. We'll see you in a week.